Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. Hello, lovelies. As some of you may know, those of you who follow me on Facebook or whatever other social media, this week's topic is forgiveness. Now, somebody told me once that forgiveness means to give for. Now, I've never been able to find any evidence that that's actually literally true, but I love the idea to give for, to give for myself really is what I think about, right? Now, to get very literal with the word forgiveness or the word forgive, the old English version, the origin, comes from a word meaning to give up the desire or the power to punish someone. I like the idea of giving up the desire to punish someone because ultimately, if we're looking at life school, right, then if we learn and we grow, we don't need to punish anyone. Quite honestly, if the person hasn't learned and grown themselves, they're going to punish themselves. The universe, karma, whatever you want to call it, the consequences will come. The most really valid understanding of the word for me actually comes from Old Aramaic. Um, Those of you who are biblical at all or who've followed the podcast for very long know that the original version of the Bible was written in Aramaic. And the word that they use that we translate into forgive in the Aramaic means to untie. I want you to think about that for a minute. If you forgive, you're untying. And it's not about them. It's about you. You're untying yourself. I mean, get this, okay? Because forgiveness and acceptance are not the same thing. And so often people tell me they just cannot forgive. And I get that if you're actually understanding what it means to forgive. But in most cases, people are not. In most cases, people are thinking that to forgive means to accept. And that is not the same thing. Let's get really literal for a minute and just think about the definition of those words. To accept something, right, means to recognize that the thought, the belief, the action, or whatever it is, is correct, or to affirm that it is good. I am not asking you to accept anything as correct or good if it is not. What I'm asking you to do is to forgive, to untie If you look up the definition of forgive, it means to stop feeling angry, to stop feeling resentful towards someone, something, some event, whatever it is. That's a very different thing. That makes forgiveness all about you or me or whoever the individual is. It's not about the other person. It's not about the action. It's about us. At the most, what it has to do with the other person is recognizing that the other person is doing, you know, the best they can. The only thing they knew how to do in the moment or for whatever reason of screwed upness they are, the thing that came naturally to them, right? 
I'm not asking you to accept that. I'm asking you to untie, to release yourself from the bonds you have created. All of the negativity that is a side effect of you holding on to your right to be sad or angry or hurt or scarred by the actions of someone else or the circumstances of any particular given situation. Understand, forgiveness does not require confrontation or acceptance. And it's not a pardon, right? It's not a pardon for their behavior. Karma's going to get that. The universe is going to get that. Unless they have really learned and changed, right? The universe is the perfect teacher. It's not your job. Whatever their lessons are to learn, it's not your job. It's theirs and it's the universe. And this is something to let go of. The only curriculum that you have any control over or responsibility for is your own. When you untie yourself, you free up room for more good. You're not wasting thoughts and energy on are they happy? Are they sad? Do they feel bad for what they have done? None of that matters anyway. You are releasing what holds you back, right? It's what holds you back. Forgiveness is accepting life school. It's accepting that you're here to learn and grow. And if other people weren't assholes sometimes, if things just went perfectly every day, all the time, you'd never learn anything and there'd be no point for being here on the earth. And so you have to find the space to be gratitude, (laughs) to have gratitude for character revealed, to have gratitude for lessons learned, for strength derived from challenging situations. One of the times that forgiveness becomes the most palpable and literal and directly perceived and requested, desired thing is people who are in AA and other similar um, programs in which they are seeking amends intentionally. This is one of the times it gets really messy, right? Because if someone in your life has been really screwed up, and granted, it doesn't have to be connected to these programs at all. But if somebody has been consistently bad, making bad choices, doing things that have harmed themselves and others, there is no way that we want to condone that behavior. And the fear is that forgiveness condones behavior. But that's a misunderstanding. To say I forgive you is not condoning behavior. It is stating that you have moved on. And that should be your line of truth. To forgive means to give for, to untie. All you're telling that person is that what they have done no longer negatively affects you. That's what you're saying. Many more of you can say that than I've ever allowed yourselves to. If you cannot forgive someone, what you're saying is that it's still affecting you negatively, and that's okay. You are welcome to not forgive them. You can even recognize that they were doing the best that they could. You can recognize that they have changed. You can even be proud of those things, but you can't forgive them if it still affects you. And so if someone is seeking your forgiveness, you can say to them, I can't forgive you. 
because this still affects me every day. That's okay. But if you're not forgiving out of some desire, some need for their punishment or for them to understand what they did to you, you're the one who's going to be miserable for the rest of your life because you have zero control over that. Zero. And it's not keeping them from moving on. If they've learned and they've changed, they've learned and they've changed, and they're going to thrive. And it is nobody's fault but your own if you don't thrive right alongside them or, you know, far the hell away from them. Forgiveness does not require you to be sorry. It's just you untying. I cannot condone the behavior of some of the people who hurt me. Think back to my childhood specifically. I cannot condone that behavior. But I have definitely forgiven because it does not negatively affect me mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically anymore. I have learned and I have grown and I have untied. I have let go. If one of these people comes to me seeking my forgiveness, I will gladly give it to them. And in that moment, I will decide if it matters that they understand what forgiveness means or not. Because even if they don't, even if somehow in their screwed up little minds, me saying I forgive you means to them they are free from the consequences of their actions, it doesn't matter if that's what they think. Because either it's going to set them free to actually be free and change and grow and be enlightened and amen to that, right? Or the universe is just going to take over and smack them anyway. It's not up to us and it doesn't matter. All we should really truly wish for anyone or any circumstance is highest good. Knowing full well that highest good is quite often a kick in the balls. It's not up to us. Now, forgiveness doesn't require an I'm sorry. They don't have to apologize to you. They don't have to say, I'm sorry I hurt you. They don't have to say that for you to forgive them. Now, reconciliation is different. That's a different word. It's a different action. It's a different intention. And it does require something different. Restoring a friendly relationship with someone is different. It requires making views and beliefs, at the very least, compatible with each other. And that's not always possible or necessary. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you allow someone back into your life. God, I hope you're smarter than that. I know you are. Sometimes we forgive people, and that's actually what allows us to dismiss them from our lives. The most toxic people in my life are now gone, and I could have never let them go if I needed them to acknowledge what they had done to me because they're still blind to that. I mean, I pray it's been you know, many years in some cases, and I hope for them that they have grown and changed. In some cases, I believe with all my heart that they have, but I don't want them back in my life. I like my life the way it is. I have untied, 
and that's all that matters. You can free yourself to not want or need that someone in your life. Even if you do, when you do, reconcile. Entanglement is poison anyway. It disturbs all that you are as an individual. And there's no one in your life you should be entangled with. Not your partner, not even your own children. Entanglement is toxic. Imagine two people drowning in a pool. If they're entangled, they both drowned. What the hell is the point of that? We can be strong side by side. We can be strong separately. And there are some relationships we just don't get to have. It's quite healing sometimes to just say, you know what, it would be nice, but I don't get to have that. It frees us up for our other relationships to fill the void, to have more power, to be better. If that was yours, it would be yours. Don't you get that? If it was ours, we'd have it. And if we don't, it is unnecessary. Whether it's a parent or a lover or even a child, I talk to some people who are estranged from their children. If it is not yours, you do not need it. And by untying, right? I mean, yes, please be open. Be open to the healing. I get that. I'm not disowning that. I'm not anything but hopeful for some of you in that matter. But you have to untie from the necessity of it. Please. Because when you do, either you add the freedom for it to come back in a healthy way, or you realize that that need has already been replaced, or you make room for it to be replaced. When I just decided, you know what, I don't get to have that, I started to see that I do get to have this. And it's better. If you don't untie you'll never get to have what is truly yours. You tie yourself to what is lost or broken, and you can't even see what is new and whole. To forgive is to give for yourself. It is freedom, the freedom to grow and change And if you say, I can't forgive, what you're saying is no to yourself. You're saying no to yourself. Don't you get that? You're not saying no to them when you say, I can't forgive you. You're saying no to you. You're saying no to who you can be, to your freedom. There's a quote from Gandhi. He says, "Um, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. Yeah, it is. The strong. Because it says, I don't need your understanding or approval. I don't need you to tell me I am good enough. I don't need you to tell me it wasn't my fault. I learn. I grow. I move on. Forgiveness is for you. You alone. For each of us individually, that's what forgiveness is. It's not condoning. It's not approving. 
It's learning, growing, and moving on. When someone is relieved that they are forgiven, it should be a relief. They should be relieved that you have recovered. And in many cases, it is what they're relieved from because they can forgive themselves. Don't you get that? If we're able to give them a gift by being strong for ourselves, great. And don't be so selfish as to say, I don't want them to know I'm okay. Bullshit. Everybody wants the person who hurt them to know that they're okay. You don't need them to. You don't need them to be able to see it or understand it. It's not their business. And in a lot of cases, you never have to tell them. But if you're put face to face with the person that has hurt you and they ask if they have been forgiven, you say, yes, I have forgiven. You don't even have to say I have forgiven you because that's not what forgive is. If you can say that, do, but it's not necessary. Forgiveness is for you. When you forgive, you untie yourself. To untie yourself, you must practice thought control, thought control and replacement. Instead of thinking of what you lost, you must think of what you gained or what you are manifesting, right? You must bless them with highest good, wrap them in light and say highest good and mean it. Mean it in the end game, right? That you want them to see better and be better. And know that the universe is an expert at curriculum. If they need to be kicked, they'll be kicked. Turn your face to the light, to the new. Be refreshed. Don't you get it? It's wisdom. Whatever it is that you are forgiving is experience and wisdom. And you are only responsible for your piece of that, your path, what you gain, your growth, your curriculum. And so we learn, we untie, and we move forward. There is a book called The Four Agreements by Don Ruiz. And it's, um, some of you maybe have read it. It's four promises you make yourself so that you can be happy, so that you can learn and grow and have the life you want to have and be free, right? And I'm going to give you the cliff notes, okay? (laughs) The first one is do your best and let it be good enough. If you look backwards and you wish you had done something differently, that's wisdom, right? Wisdom is great. We shouldn't regret wisdom. Okay, I learned something. I would behave differently in that scenario now. But if you did the best you could in that moment, allow it. Allow it to be good enough. The second one is make no assumptions. Do not assume that someone is not sorry. (laughs) Sorry, what a loaded word. Do not assume anything. Most of you have heard, you know, assuming makes an ass out of you and me, and that spells the word assume. It's cheesy, but it's true. 
if you have to assume, be Pollyanna. Those of you who are old enough know who Pollyanna is. Those of you who are not, see if it's on Netflix. (laughs) Actually, you'll probably find it lame. But basically, it's a girl who just spins everything for the positive. Even when she's sick, she says, but now everyone can visit me. So either don't assume or be Pollyanna. The third one, and this one goes real strong right along with forgiveness, is don't take anything personally because it is not about you. And I say, especially when they say it is. Because it's a whole lot easier to fight the war outside of you than inside of you. And people will turn it on you fast out of their own fear and insecurity. It's not about you. What they did is not about you. Forgiveness is about you. It unties you from what they did. The fourth one's watch your words because you cannot take them back and they are creative. The words that you say and the words that you think. Thought control is your freedom. You can hold on to your right to be angry for the events that conspired, aspired, (laughs) for the events that happened. You can choose to be angry. Or you can let them go and learn and grow. You can untie from the negativity and you can focus on where you're going, who you're becoming. When you free up that thought, that space inside of you, when you take it away from what is no longer good, useful, productive, and you put it on what is, there are infinite freedoms that you acquire claim these. Now, recently, I actually learned, and I think the book's been around for quite some time, (laughs) same gentleman wrote a book called The Fifth Agreement. Now, this is news to me. I like it. Not entirely sure about the word choice, but I don't think it matters, right? The Fifth Agreement apparently is be skeptical. Now, if you get into it, It doesn't really mean be skeptical. I mean, it does mean be skeptical, but it means listen, pay attention, try to figure out what it actually is that other people want, right? If someone's being ugly, what are they trying to get at? Maybe they just need someone else's approval. Again, we don't need anybody's approval, but some people do. If that's what they're trying to get, if we can hear that, we can understand them better, right? So... The idea is that we figure out where people are coming from, what their goal is. We listen, right? We can hear somebody talk around in a circle before they get to what they're really trying to say. If we listen, if we listen through all the BS, right? You're having an argument with someone and they start bringing up all kinds of random stuff. If instead of resisting that, you just let it happen. You just let it flow and you listen. What's the thread through there? They come around in that circle and they do get back to what the conversation was. It requires patience on your part and untying from the conversation you were trying to have, (laughs) right? We can choose what to do with that information. We should do it for ourselves and we should do it for others. We can accept others as who they are. doesn't mean we have to let them in our lives. We can forgive. We can untie. We can move forward. We can accept ourselves for who we are. It's what's the lesson here. 
I'm going to roll that one around in my head a little while longer. I'm going to let myself think about what it means to be skeptical. When I say listen, when we talk about it meaning listen, it makes more sense, right? Be skeptical that the words coming out of their mouths are the words that they mean. When I really sit down and listen, right, throw my husband under the bus, we're having a disagreement. If I allow the conversation to go where it goes, if instead of thinking about getting him on the topic at hand, if instead of thinking about resolving the issue that started the whole thing, if I listen to everything that he has to say, to all the places his brain goes, if I listen to the words coming out of his mouth, when we land back on what is important, he can hear me. So throughout the process of forgiveness, we can reflect. We can skip it if we want, but if we take a minute to reflect, what was this person actually trying to do? Because, honeys, (laughs) almost nobody's actually trying to hurt you. That's not their goal. That's just a side effect of their own insecurity, their own fear, their own attempt at self-protection. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't mean you have to approve it or condone it or accept it as decent human behavior. But it does help you forgive, untie, let go. And then the adage that time heals all things does help because the farther away you get, the farther away it is. When you truly forgive, the event, the person, the pain floats farther and farther away because you quit allowing it to be on your mind all the time. We do have to make that decision. We have to think about how we've branded ourselves. I have... um, lovely client I just saw yesterday. She is an incredible entrepreneur and businesswoman. She also happens to be a young widow. And she's spent years building her career, her brand, her message around the fact that she's a widow. And she's finally decided she wants to be done talking about that. She doesn't want it to be a topic of conversation all day, every day, all the time. She doesn't want it to be the topic of everything that she does anymore. Because the fact that it is always so fresh and so raw and right there means that all these years later, it still feels new. And so she's untying. She's untying. Not from him. We... We don't let go of what we love. Love exists all the time. But she's untying. She's untying her thoughts. She's forgiving circumstance and choices and releasing loss. And she's putting all that thought and time and energy on the life she's building. Which, if you're listening, honey... It's pretty freaking fabulous. So let's forgive, you guys. Let's give it up. 
Let's give it up for ourselves so we can be untied, so we can give up that desire to punish someone or to see them punished, so that we can give up our need to understand what their motivation was because, guys, it's always self-defense. And we don't have to understand why they felt that that was the only way to protect or defend themselves. We don't have to understand the hole inside of them that they were trying to fill. It's not ours. What they have come here to learn has nothing to do with us. If we happen to step right into the path of their curriculum or they accidentally stumbled into ours and it affected us, this is not just arbitrary bullshit. There's something for us to learn and there's ways for us to grow. And that is the bottom line. So forgive, beloved. If you can truly say that this doesn't affect me anymore, If you can truly decide, I'm done spinning this, thinking about this, and every time I catch myself, I will redirect. Not only are you ready to forgive, but you're awakening. We can awaken. We can think about new things. So much of it is habit. So create new habits for yourself. New habits of thoughts lead to new habits of behavior, leads to new manifestation. And that, my lovelies, creates a whole new world for you and me and everyone else. Until next time, beloved, namaste. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.